Hello brothers, welcome back to Iron Supplements. This is your daily spiritual vitamin to strengthen you along this obstacle path that uh, we call life. Okay, so somebody's out there saying, you know, iron is not a vitamin, it's mineral. Uh, Yes, I know that. Saying your daily spiritual vitamin sounded, I don't know, healthier to me than saying your daily spiritual mineral. I don't know if I'll stick with that, but I liked it for today. Uh, I'm your host, your fearless leader, Kevin Trent. I am the teaching minister of a men's ministry we call Iron Men in Jacksonville, Florida. This is day two of Iron Supplements. So that means that by the time I'm done today, I will have twice as much experience in podcasting. Unfortunately for you guys, I can't promise that today uh, will be twice as good as my last episode. Uh, But I do hope to provide you something that you will uh, find beneficial. uh, A message that uh, is born out of some uh, healing in my life, some victory in my life. And I'm hoping to share it with the hopes that it will it will strengthen you as well, that it will help you find um, victory in your life. So podcasting is a funny thing. Literally anyone with even the most pedestrian of technical talents can produce a podcast. Uh, I am proof of that. You know, if I can do it, literally anybody can do it. Uh, but there just aren't very many people out there who can do it well enough for others to want to listen to them so everybody wants to be heard but let's face it not everyone is worth listening to so I'm hoping that you'll find that what I share today is valuable and that I am one of those people that is worth listening to and maybe even that you'll want to pass this episode along to others so in my ministry with Iron Man I deal with a lot of men who are struggling with habitual sexual sin. In fact, almost all of them came to Iron Men because they were invited to our group by other men whom they met at a support group for sex addicts. Uh, In almost every single one of their cases, sexual sin has had a devastating effect on their lives. Many of them are close to divorce. They're separated from their wives. They're separated from their children. They're having a hard time Uh, with their own self-worth. They feel embarrassed. They have a desire to uh, serve in ministry and love God, but they know that their their own sin has held them back from that intimate relationship that they want with God. And, And even more so, their overwhelming desire for ministry. So many men want to have this, this close relationship with God, and they find this other thing in their life, this sexual sin, uh, was just too much to overcome in their lives. And uh, that's my story, too. I have dealt with sexual sin all my life. Um, my wife and I were married for almost 20 years when she said uh, she had finally had enough. Uh, it was just too painful for her to watch what I was doing to her and to myself. And she, she let me know in no uncertain terms that if I didn't get a hold of, of uh, the problem in my life, if I didn't uh, start to deal with it, that uh, we were going to end up divorced. 
And so I started uh, going to a recovery group for sex addicts uh, called Faithful and True. And as I was there, I, I found that, uh, you know, I wasn't the only one who was, wasn't there voluntarily. Uh, as a matter of fact, no one was there voluntarily. Every single person who was a part of this group had come because they had been caught. That this recovery group was uh, kind of the last resort, the last straw, the last hope of uh, overcoming their sin and I guess more importantly for them and for me at the time was to restoring the relationship with our wives. Let's face it, most, most people start out in that occasion just trying to appease their wives, hoping to get back into uh, a loving relationship. And uh, as I went through that, I, I have to be very careful what I say about this because um, I, I got a lot out of recovery. I got a lot out of the um, materials that uh, um, were provided. Uh, I got a lot out of the uh, learning the steps. There was a lot of uh, information that I needed in my life that was very helpful to me. And I would not be at the point where I am in my recovery without all of those things. And uh, I absolutely believe uh, in, the, in those steps. But I, I found that uh, I, for myself, did not find recovery in the program that I attended. In fact, I often left the meetings discouraged. There just seemed to be something missing. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But week after week, I would go and I would hear their men, these men getting current and telling uh, what had been going on in their lives and without fail. Week after week, it was failure after failure. It seemed no one was actually finding recovery. And that discouraged me. And uh, I myself fell into that same pattern that even though I wanted to and even though I was going through the steps and putting in a tremendous amount of energy there was still something missing and uh, so it took uh, quite some time for me to figure out what that was and God revealed something to me one night uh, it was a truth that was there for me the whole time but I had just missed. And once I discovered this truth, it was the turning point for my recovery. Now this truth was spiritually discerned as I was reading a passage that was very familiar to me. Now the trouble with those types of uh, revelations is sometimes they're hard to pass on. Like uh, what, it, what the Spirit said to me in my heart uh, was something deeply personal and it was like a light bulb moment that went off in my head and I'm hoping that somehow the Spirit will work right now through these words. These words that I'm going to read and the words that I'm going to say for you to get the same light bulb moment, especially if you are dealing with habitual sin. Because whether it's sexual sin or any other kind of sin, this truth is universal and once you really get it once you really understand what this passage is saying I think 
it can make a huge difference in your life. So every week in my Faithful and True um, recovery group, we would read this passage from Romans chapter 7. And I love it because it just describes the nature of people who are dealing with sexual sin. It says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that there is nothing good in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. What a wretched man I am. Now that is verbatim how the the passage went in our little books that we read every week. As a matter of fact, it was scripted out for us to read every week. And we would take turns reading uh, certain passages out of this script. And and I remembered a lot of times I I wanted to be the one that read this because I felt like it just perfectly described it for me. What I was dealing with in my life, not understanding what I do, not being able to do the things I want to do, but doing the things that I hate over and over again. And knowing in my heart I have this desire to do good but I just can't carry it out and the evil I desperately want out of my life I just could not get rid of and so one night as I was actually out away from this this little uh, section in uh, the recovery book that we read every week, I uh, was looking at actual the, the passage in Scripture. And it was revealed to me that there was something that we weren't reading right before and right after these words. And so I looked, and if you want to go back in Romans chapter 7, you'll, you'll notice that, that the passage I read started in, in verse 15, but if you read verse 14, it has this truth that God revealed to me a special message about. And it says this, it says, we know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. And so then it goes into this whole passage about I don't understand what I do and I don't do what I want to do and the, what I don't want to do, I do. And he says, what a wretched man I am. But right after uh, he says, what a wretched man I am, he says, I find myself in my mind as a slave to God's law. But in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. So there it was for me. It, like a light bulb, it, it shone, the, the truth was revealed. In my mind, I was a slave to the law of God, but in my flesh, I was a slave to the, the law of sin. I was, I, I knew that the law was spiritual, 
but I was unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. See, there was this duality in me. There was this knowledge that I had been set free by the, the grace of God, that, uh, that somehow I was no longer a slave to sin, and yet I held on to a slavery, a slave mindset. I was like the children of Israel that had been set free from, from 400 years of slavery and at the first sign of adversary wanted to turn back around and go back. Like they, they, I, I imagine them being so excited the day that they walked out of Egypt and, and the music playing, and then they get to the Red Sea and they start complaining, worried that they're going to die because the Egyptians are after them. God had set them free, but they had that, man, that slave mindset still. They were still living according to their flesh and in their fear. And God delivered them from that. And then they went on and, and uh, they, they found themselves in the wilderness without food. And they said, we need to turn around again. God gave them food and they went a little further. They came to the mountain and, and Moses wasn't there. And they said, we need to turn around again. We need a new God. We need, we need something else. They were still living in their slave mindset. And God came to them and gave them the law. And then again, they went, they went to the, the land that God promised them. And God said, go and take it. And they said, we can't. They were afraid again. They were still of this slave mindset. They were still a slave to the law of the flesh. God had set them free, but they weren't free because they were still holding on to their own chains. And that's where I was. And I realized that that that's not who God had created me to be. That's not how God created me to be. That He created me with the ability to be like Him. That He made me spiritual and set His very own spirit within me. And so although I may have been sold as a slave to sin, I had been reclaimed by the power and the Spirit of God, that His grace had washed me clean and I was no longer a slave. Now I just had one thing to decide. Was I going to live as a slave to sin or was I going to live as a slave to God? That clicked with me. That, that resonated with me. The Spirit within me resonated with the Spirit of God. And for once, I realized I have the power to overcome. That I do not have to go back anymore. Now that is an easy thing to set in our mind, right? But if we never get out of the flesh, it doesn't matter. God gives us the ability to live in the Spirit. We are, he goes on in chapter 8 to talk about the mind that is given to the Spirit has its mind set on what the Spirit desires. It's, it's, a, it's a life of life. It's a spirit of life. It's everything that we want. But you know what? You're only free from sin if you put down the chains 
and walk out of the cell. Now that doesn't mean that once you get out of that, once once God has set you free, that the adversary is not right there trying to get you right back into that sin. What I began to realize was that my choice had to be a minute-by-minute, second-by-second choice. As a matter of fact, I realized that sometimes my choice had to come at a split second. But if I didn't have in my mindset ahead of time that I desired what the Spirit desired, that Satan would have his opportunity to take me back to that mindset of slave mentality. That I would want to go back to my old way of sin. Powerful. The Spirit within me is powerful. That was what was missing. That was what was missing in the recovery group. That mindset that we could actually overcome our sexual sins. In my mind, I was always going to be a sexual addict. But in God's eyes, I am an overcomer. Not by my own power, but by the power that I give the Spirit to work in me. And if I'm going to go out there and try to overcome it in my flesh, I'm going to fail every time. But if I set my mind on what the Spirit desires, then I have victory. Because He fights it within me. So, brothers, that is your choice today. It is right there. The law is spiritual. God gives you His Spirit to overcome this. And if you desire to fight the fight minute by minute, hour by hour, second by second, whatever it takes, have that whatever it takes mentality. Not a lot of people get there. Not very many people are willing to give up what it takes to give up to follow God. Not very many people are willing to give up their comfort to give up that, that, that sense of familiarity, to go and face those things that are fearful, that, that make us afraid, that make us worried. Not many people are willing to step into stress in order to find victory. We don't want to go take the battle, so we let it come to us and then we fail. And then we feel ashamed. And that just makes the cycle go again and again. But God has set us free, and since He has set us free, He has given us the choice. He gives us a choice to to follow Him, not into an easy path, but a path where He leads us, a path that will face suffering, it'll face trials and temptations, but one where He is with us. And more so, He is within us, giving us His own power to overcome. Something greater than we have within ourselves. And all it takes is a decision to change our mindset. To live in that mindset. And so, over the next several weeks, we're going to be uh, talking about... um, Getting in contact with that Spirit. I'm still working on... How do we connect with the Spirit so that we can find these victories? Pray with me, brothers, that, 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 
th those lessons will become powerful uh, so that we can all learn how to connect with the Spirit and allow the Spirit to work in us powerfully. I pray today has been a blessing to you. I pray this message will find you in whatever sin that you have, whatever habitual sin you are trying to overcome, God has set you free. Now put down the chains, walk out of the cell, and make a decision every day to follow Him into that unknown future of promised land that He has for you. And step into life.